This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, let's do a podcast. Not like I've talked enough today, so what do you say we knock it out for 20 minutes? Oh, hi, Jerry. It's a Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Jerry, today we had uh, comedian Jim Brewer in studio from uh, 9 to 10 he was in there. Yeah. Now, Brewer, I remember, is, uh, for me, one of my favorite Opie and Anthony guests of all time. Okay. Because he would go in there. This was in the heyday of Opie and Anthony, and he'd sit in there and tell all his stories. And, in fact, I prodded Boomer. Boomer, not knowingly, I walked him into Jim Brewer's Sears bomb threat as Muammar Gaddafi story. Which I had never heard before. Which I heard many, many years ago on Opie and Anthony. It was one of my favorite stories where he calls in a bomb threat to the Sears that he was working at pretending to be Muammar Gaddafi, and the guy in the hardware department fell for it. So that was my one of my favorite things. I walked him into that. I, by the way, I think the best part of that story, yeah. that if you were just listening and you didn't kind of process immediately, yes. is the fact that he made the call while looking at the guy from 30 feet away. Correct. How did he not hear anything? I don't know. Pretty funny. I don't know, Jerry. Jerry, I have a number of stories here today for you. Uh, then I'm going to give you just the headlines. Okay. This is where, um, you know, now that we record this podcast right after the show, instead of waiting like 20 minutes while you do your updates and things. Right. I now don't read the stories at all. That <laughs> now I it's just, it's the headline. I just go based on headlines. Okay. How about this? New study, Jerry, from the, uh, from a scientific journal. Ornithological advances. I don't even know what that Which I think means. has to do with birds. Okay. Study says male ducks worry about their penis size. Researchers studied two species of ducks placed in environments where there were fewer females and more males, along with ducks housed in male-female pair bonds. They're saying that the ducks worry about wondering if their penis is bigger than the other male duck penis. And this study was from Mad Magazine? No, no. Ornithological advances. You know, I heard you which the first is like, time. Um, no, not Mad Magazine, Jerry. It's like a bird magazine, I think. I mean, is this real? By the way, mm-hmm. who funds this and, and may, why? And being in different environments may cause certain species of ducks to grow bigger penises. Do they have shrinkage? Uh, no, because they're always in the water, I think. That's my point. Right. So when they get out, I mean, ducks do get out of the water. Do they have a raisin penis? 
That I don't know about, Jerry, but it says that these How ducks... How big is a duck penis? Good question. That when the ducks were put in with other male ducks, their penises grew longer. They think because they were competing with the other males. So theoretically, the species, yes. Your penis should be growing right now. Why is that? I should mine because you're with another male. Well, I think they mean living together, all this this sort of thing. And this so is if I go ducks. into your new apartment with you, your penis will immediately start to grow. Let's hope not. <laughs> I'm going to say I what hope a bizarre not for that story. Yeah. That is weird. I really would like to know who funds that and like what the. Uh, what the point is. Yeah, the guy who wrote this article, I don't know where I even got this from, Jerry. It says, uh, what the study really shows is that there's a job market for people measuring duck wangs. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. Exactly. Do you have his, do you have his uh, contact information? Uh, the guy uh, who's looking for a uh, duck penis measures? No, the people that are hiring. <laughs> oh, they're hiring. All right. What other ones do I have here, Jerry? How about this? A woman in Florida, Tampa, Florida, makes a sexy sign to get her power turned back on after Hurricane Irma. What kind of sign? Good question, Jerry. Kins Lee, 37 years old, she was in a Tampa hospital after the uh, her kidney and pancreas operation when Irma knocked out electricity to her home in Fort Myers. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So she was recovering from organ transplant. She came up with an idea to get her her power turned back on by making a sign that said hot single female seeks linemen to electrify her life. See what I'm saying, Jerry? I do. She posted her message on Facebook where it went viral, Jerry. Now, what does that mean? It's all over the place online. It's all over the place online. Kind of like this podcast. And it gained attention from the local linemen. Now, linemen are people who do uh, line work. the line work on electricity. And they worked very hard to restore her power. She was very excited saying it worked. She posted along a photo of her with two utility workers. They wrote, power on due to your PPL linemen. That's Pennsylvania Power and Light. Well, that's very nice. What they're doing in Florida, Jerry, Pennsylvania Power and Light, I have no idea. But well, her power is you back should on. know what they're doing. When the storm hit, uh, a lot of, uh, what do you call it, utility Women? workers. Oh, utility workers. From New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania. Oh, I see what you're saying. They hit the road. Literally, just it was a caravan of power trucks hit the road down 95 to go help the state of Florida out. So you're saying people helping people. People helping people, yes. All and right. Specifically from this area. From so, our by area. Way, to me... Those are, I know we have fun on this podcast, yes, but those Jerry. are the stories that get lost. Like you literally had, could you imagine if you work for New Jersey Natural Gas or whatever? Okay. Right? Or JCPNL, another power company in power. New Jersey. And there was a monster storm that rips through Florida. Could you imagine picking up telling your wife and kids, not going to be home for the next week and a half. I've, we're driving to Florida to help. I mean, it takes, it's a lot. It's, I think it's great. It's very nice. I would be selfish and be like, it's not here, and when we are in trouble, then I'll work here at restoring the power. Now, you're saying those stories like that, those good stories get lost? I think they do sometimes. Do they get lost behind uh, stories about measuring duck penises? Is that what you're saying? Like, Oh, well, it, in this case, it did, yes. We in, buried it behind the duck penis. In this case, I went with that story second. You did. Uh, measuring duck penises. Well, first of all, first. you didn't bury it. You didn't realize why they were even down there. 
uh, what the duck penises? No, no, oh, no. Oh, the no. Pennsylvania the, the Power fact and that Light. The PPLs were yes. in Florida. Seemed to confuse you. Yes, that was very confusing. I'm, I'm glad you uh, worked that out for me, Jerry. Clear that right up. She put that sign up to go viral because she had heard that it could take weeks to get your power back on, and she just had this. Yeah. Organ uh, transplant surgery. Can you imagine you go Which through seems an like a deal like that, and the right. power's out. Right. Oh my god! You just have your organs removed or transplanted, and they're and then you're watching on the you're trying to recover. You're watching on the news. We're gonna hit what a what do you call them stage five uh, category category. Yeah. We're gonna get hit with a category four or five hurricane. Tell you one thing: she's lucky she's not live in Puerto Rico. They lost one hundred percent of power. One hundred percent in the hurricane yesterday. Is that which right? Those videos that they were able to take and post before the power went out. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I mean, just brutal, terrible, terrible. Speaking of uh, health, yeah. There's a maybe you've seen it on Twitter, maybe you haven't. Have you ever seen the posting by? I think it's health. I think it's health.com. Maybe it's not, but it's a health oh, right. Twitter handle. A health Twitter handle. The picture of a human remains of just blood vessels. Have you ever seen that? What is this now? It's basically the human, the remains of okay. a human with just the blood vessels. So it, no skeleton? It looks disgusting. Like, that's what's in us. Where do we see like, this? you ever wonder what's in you? Yes. And it's just the most, but now you can see what's in you because, I mean, you basically lift your head, your neck. <laughs> Your neck veins bulge. Very right? thin. Not sure what's going on there. Yes, a lot of. But for neck. many of us, that that stuff's protected by the buried. outer layer of fat and buried, like the way you bury a good story with duck penises. Right. Uh, it's just gross. Like how much crap is running through this body? Yeah. When you notice it too, like if you ever watch like uh, or like you see twenty twenty or something or Dateline or talking about somebody's operation and they show them on the operating table where in order to get to let's say your liver, they have to <clears throat> they have to take your intestines out and put them on the table yes they did it to my mother she had back surgery they had to move organs around yeah and you think about it like how the hell do you survive that that i don't know it's really remarkable it really is so crazy have you ever seen the videos of like open heart surgery i've not seen that how i I don't get it like they'll literally cut you fold the skin it's Mm -hmm. gross i once had a friend of mine who you know how you can watch surgeries yes yeah I had a friend of mine who was watching a surgery with his buddy, don't, and don't, he, don't, he don't, dropped the junior no, no, mint no, in a guy's no, no, chest no, no, cavity. No, 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 And the guy no, miraculously you are recovered. not friends with Cosmo Kramer. It was a friend of mine. You so. are not friends. Yeah. He wanted to ask not, the other the friend. Way, news bulletin. You were not on Seinfeld. He asked the one guy. I know you feel like because you've watched them so much that you were actually in that sitcom. You weren't. He offered his friend a junior mint. The guy's like, I don't want a junior mint. Take the junior. And then when he tried to push his hand away into the chest cavity of the I'm guy being operated curious, on. When that happened, mm-hmm. did you see it in slow motion? It was in slow. Well, oftentimes people will say it was as if it were in slow motion. Got it. So it felt like it took forever. It did. It seemed like it was in slow motion, Jerry. You were something special. Speaking of slow motion, Jerry, when I'm in a car with great tires... It feels like I'm driving in slow motion. Oh, is that true, That's Al? how much control I have. You must have some set of tires. I do have a nice set of tires. I just got them. Kumo tires, Jerry. Nice. Now, have you heard of Kumo tires? I have heard of Kumo you tires. Have. Yeah, yes, All I have. All right. Well, let me tell you this, Jerry. This is the time of year when you want Kumo tires. Fall is around the corner. Yes, it's still beautiful. Like today, it's going to be like 78, 80 degrees. Right. But in like a couple weeks, the leaves are falling. The rain is coming. It's getting colder. The roads are getting what, Jerry? Brutal. Slicker. Slicker. So what do I need? Kumo tires. 
and you can get on track. Get it? This yes, fall, <laughs> with a new set of Kumo tires, you're going to save $70 through October 31st. Just in time to be driving around seeing people trick-or-treating. There That's you go. how you know. Well, Halloween action. If you see people trick-or-treating and you haven't purchased your Kumo tires yet, that's the last day. Right. So get to it. Now, you might go, who near me has Kumo tires that I could go get them put on my car? Yeah. Oh, you'd go to KumoUSA.com. Now, how do you spell Kumo? K-U-M-H-O. How do you spell USA, Jerry? Uh, I would think U uh, S right A. -A. Right. KumoUSA.com. When your car, Jerry, is demanding high performance, you want Kumo tires. It's going to help you get to places like work, like home, all places that you would generally go in your car. Really anywhere. Anywhere a car will take you. There yes. you go. Kumo tires. And as I've said before, Jerry, when you drive in in the morning, I don't know where we drive through, but you're hitting tons of potholes. You're fighting trucks on expressways. We are doing that. I'm glad you have Kumo tires. I get you to work safe. You do get me to work safe, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm going to get some on my car next. <laughs> well, you don't drive your car anymore. I don't drive anymore. <laughs> well, your car collects tires. dust now. <laughs> it basically, so where's your car out of the apartment complex? I don't know. It's around the corner. I haven't been in it in three days. I'll be honest. My car could have been stolen two days ago. I'm <laughs> not sure. <laughs> exactly. It's possible, Jerry. Jerry, here's another headline that caught my eye. Naked Virginia man seen running down street after he was robbed during an online date. Ooh, that didn't go well. This is tough. I bet you that happens a lot. Uh, men running down the street naked after being robbed online dating. Or that at least the is... people being robbed with the online dating. Yeah. This comes to us from Portsmouth, Virginia. Portsmouth? That's right. That's what it looks like. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. I don't think it's Portsmouth. Maybe it it's is. spelled M-O-U-T-H. I'm sure it is. And maybe it is Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. I would say Portsmouth, Virginia. But whatever, Portsmouth, whatever. Portsmouth, Virginia. Whatever. An online date went horribly wrong, this article says, Jerry. Ended with a naked man running down the street screaming for help. And a 15-year-old girl came to his aid. Well, that's embarrassing. She was shocked by what she saw on her block. A duck penis? In Portsmouth. <laughs> wow, that's some small duck penis no, you have no, no. there. Oh. It all began after the man who ended up running naked down the street said he had met a woman online. He met up with her at her home on Highland Avenue in Portsmouth. When he got there, he sat down on the sofa thinking he was going to be in for a good time. Well, two men came in with bats and poles and beat him up, made him strip, took his phone, took his money, took his credit cards, took his ID, then threw him out onto the street. Oh, that sucks. He was screaming, can you help me? Can you help me? Please help me. The the 15-year-old girl looked over. She ran into her house, gave him a pair of shorts. Police were then called. Three suspects arrested. A 21-year-old gal, a 22, oh, I'm sorry, a 21-year-old gal and two 21-year-old boys. Three morons. All arrested for robbery, felonious assault, and grand larceny. Felonious assault. That's right. Felonious, Jerry. Have you ever 
Because it's funny you bring this up. As I always wonder, I see all these apps for dating and, yeah. you know, whatever this Tinder is thing. And I guess if you, I mean, I'm reading the commercial, swipe right for a girl or to meet someone, right? right? Could you imagine, and you're, you've are you been in a good relationship now for a while. And I maybe sure you've have. done this, maybe you haven't. I have not okay. dated since high school. Right. Do you trust or would you trust meeting someone like that? Not someone's going to rob you, but... Meeting someone in that way, you would trust going up to an apartment complex that you don't know who they are and just hoping that you're going to end up having sex that night with the person? I think when guys uh, get very horny, they throw caution to the wind. I would say at the very least you go meet them out at a bar somewhere, get a coffee. But isn't that how that app works, though? You meet them, yeah, let's go. No, I think you're supposed to, you know, meet. Uh, some people use it for casual sex, but I think other people are looking for relationships, and you meet up. I guess. I mean, it's really no different than, like, let's say, uh, uh, the old traditional way, Jerry. You would meet somebody like at a bar or restaurant, or you went out and you met them. Like, oh, right. we should go out. Okay, next Thursday. Okay, Thursday rolls around. The gal says, "Why don't you just come up to my house?" But you've kind of met. I'm sure you've spoken a little bit. You're right. I mean, you cannot trust anybody. I'm just saying. It seems so easy with these phones to right. be set up. Right. You go to a gal's house, all of a sudden someone with a pole comes out and whacks you in the head with and it. And then takes off all your clothes and sends you out on your way. Yeah. Uh, that seems, wow. Hopefully a teenage girl's there to give you a pair of shorts. That would be that would be helpful. <clears throat> Jerry, while I have you in here, I was um, I was pitched some guests. And since you're in the power chair, well, I'm going to throw these. I, I actually forgot to ask Boomer about these. Would you be interested in any of the following golfers for in studio? And don't feel bad about saying yes yes. or no. Phil Mickelson. Because there's no chance these people are going to listen to this podcast. Right. You said that last week. Neil Best is quoting us. We had Jim Furyk in already, right? We have, yes. All right, so he's out. Would you be interested in Fred Couples? Sure. No, I'm saying not you, because I'm going to say you're interested in all the golfers. Do you think our audience would be interested in Fred Couples? In the 9 o'clock hour? Yeah, 9 o'clock hour. Fred yeah. Couples. Yes. All right. What about Jeff Ogilvy? No. What about Ernie Els? By the way, I would be. You would be. But I don't know that I would put... Got it. Right? Ernie Els, absolutely. Ernie Els is a yes. Mike Weir. Again, I would you be. Would love Masters him. champion. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would... Got it. I don't know for audience. Tony Johnstone. Pass. Uh, Kevin Chapel. No. Patrick Reed? I, well, Patrick Reed, yeah. Really? I bet you Boomer would be. He's one of these hot, young, and up-and-comers. Hot, young men that Boomer would be interested in? Yes. Patrick. All right, so you're saying Els Fred, and Couples, no doubt. Fred Couples, of Ernie Els. Right. Patrick Reed, is, Patrick Reed is Patrick Reed is one of these, you know, young whippersnappers that's hitting the ball 7,000 yards really? and he's winning tournaments. Yeah, I mean, I, th- right. I don't know about our audience, though. That's the only thing. Like, you got to be watching golf, Al. Right. That's one to me. If you're talking about getting a guy or two in, it's got to be L's and couples. Got it. Because you don't have to like golf to know who they are. Like I've heard of those guys. Right. Patrick Reed, if you watch golf, I'd love all those guys I'd love to have in. That to me, I would talk to Boomer about it. The other two, 100%. The other two, you don't even think I need Boomer approval. No. Okay. If you came in here and said Ernie Els is coming in in the 9 o'clock hour, He's not I think Boomer say. would be kind of fired up for that. He's not going to say, what are we going to talk to him about? 
No, no, he'll no, no, he'll say that. Who will say that? Right, he but might. Then he'll like it. Once but it's he's Ernie Els. Right. At the end of the day, you can talk about his career and just everything going on. Okay. So yes, I would Fair say enough. that. Well, what do we have going on? Is there a is there an event coming up around here? Good question, Jerry. Let me see what they say. Do here. you read anything first? <laughs> Or do you just say, let me just check this, throw it out, and then get the details later? Something called the President's Cup. Oh, that's at Bargain. Isn't that, uh, it's in Jersey City. Yes, Jersey City. That's right. Oh, cool. I forgot about that. Which, evidently, I badmouth Jersey City on one of these podcasts, and people tell me it's beautiful. Liberty, well, there are parts of Jersey City that are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Liberty Natural, a national in Jersey City is phenomenal. Gorgeous. By would the you... way, Phil Mickelson is a captain's pick. Could we get him in? Phil Mickelson? Yes. I will ask, but they did not offer him up. But could you ask? They also asked this question, Jerry, and you're a bit of a driver these days. Looks like it's about a 20-minute ride from 30 Rock to you guys. That would put us in studio around 920-ish. Would we be able to be back in the car by 945 and back at 30 Rock in 15 minutes? No. <laughs> There's no chance. See, that's that's why this ain't going to happen. Right. I would actually Very explain difficult. to them, no chance. Quote, I'm not a New Yorker, so you'll have to help me out here. I would say you have to give yourself an hour to get that. I, I really, really believe that. You tell me. I told her 45 minutes. I would say 40 minimum. Minimum. So if they're leaving 30 Rock at 9, yeah. I wouldn't even schedule this. Okay. All There's right. no chance. They'll show up at 945. We'll have them for seven minutes. Who's going to tell Boomer no Fred Couples or any else? I mean, I've not told them yet we were having them. Hmm, that's that's a tough, tough one. I just don't know how that logistically works. Right. If they're if they're at 30 Rock until 9, and that's right. non-negotiable. Non-negotiable, Jerry. You'd be lucky to get them here by 9.30, okay. Right? Would you agree? Plus, we got moment of the day we got to get to. I really wasn't worried about moment of the day. I thought the way we did it today was fine. I thought Chris went a little fast, but okay. I thought it was good. I just don't see how they're going to be here. All right. But that's up to you. Fair You're enough, the producer. Jerry. You run this shit. This is what I said to him, Jerry, just to show them that I know golf. I wrote back, I wrote, it's about a one iron away. Oh, my God. You moron. <laughs> Do you have any uh, anything you want to tell Neil before we go? Neil Best? Yeah. Oh, like my, my takes on the situation? Yeah. Nothing yet. Well, more to come, though. Got it. Uh, Jerry, next is the warm-up show. Now, we, you and I did that this morning. Oh, it was morning. great this morning. It was really terrific. I mean, I've, I'll be honest. The last five hours of my life have been pretty good. You've been really crushing <laughs> the radio. Right. All right, Jerry, that is up next. See it's ya. Thursday today, right? Tomorrow's Friday. Right on. We call that a football Friday. Will we see you in the power chair tomorrow? I mean, I keep coming back until okay. they tell me not to. Until I think it's going to come to an end perfect. very quickly, oh, you do. but I'll be here tomorrow. Oh, well, okay. Wow. I will be here. All I will say is I'll be here tomorrow. You'll be here tomorrow in the power chair. Yes. I was, On I a think. football Friday. I've been told. All right. All right. All right, Jerry. Uh, the warm-up is next. So, Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products. The only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right. It's Thursday morning. Very good morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Indeed.com. And unlike most days, Alan and I really didn't discuss the topics going into today. We so didn't. I am going to let you drive this. I've written them all down, Jerry, in a topic list. Nice. Some of them I don't have much to say. <laughs> well, just throw the topic out. Like, I'll give you this first one. Go. It's the ab- observation. All right. So the new Jets CEO and chairman, Christopher Johnson. Right. Woody's abroad. Woody is abroad no he's in london he's the uh king of london 
<laughs> or something uh, with the, the United States ambassador to London. So he is there. So his brother, Christopher, <laughs> is running the Jets. Yes, he is. And he came out yesterday and was uh, visible to the media, and he was uh, talking. He came out right. And the thing that really struck me the most is he's going with the same uniform as Woody, which is the baseball cap, the Jets baseball cap, and the white button-down. He looked good. He was missing the tie. Yes, he was missing the tie, but he looked good. Yeah, but do you think he planned that out like, well, my brother wore the baseball hat with the button down. Um, Because they're the only owners in football or people running the teams, right? Yeah. That go with the baseball cap and the button down. I'm not sure if he does or not, but I would think Jim Irsay is probably a candidate for that type of look as well. And maybe the short, the boat shorts. Yes, perhaps. Perhaps. But like Jerry Jones doesn't come out in a cowboy hat. No, always in a... Well, you know what? He does. A Cowboys baseball hat? In training camp, he is always where he's always dressed down and always has the blue Cowboys hat. That is true. Now during the season, you'll always find him in a suit. Right. But he does have a dressed down look. Especially okay. if you see him on the field sometimes watching practice. So he will. But here's what I liked about Christopher Johnson. He spoke about how he's been a fan his whole life. And I know people say, Oh, Johnson and Johnson, he doesn't care. I like what he said. Uh, if you're a Jet fan, I think you're encouraged. Here's the line I like. I'm not a patient person. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So I think that's good. If you're a Jet fan, that's what you want to hear. And he also said he's in charge. Yes. And that includes whether Todd Bowles stays or uh, Mike McCagnin stays. Now, he he was gave support to both of those guys. Right. But he said Woody has no say anymore. He said Woody's all tied up. We don't really talk very much anymore. Right. Which Woody makes has sense. no say. Yeah. But plus, you know what you like about him, too? He's 50. I think he's 58. He's 12 years younger. Probably a little more energy. He's probably amped up for this opportunity. He's running the team. He's owning the team. I think if you're a Jet fan, you're good. That was good. That was. I think good that news. is good. All right. Well, what, let me ask you this: If he comes out and gives you the company, we'll wait and see. Uh, we're not tanking, um, you know. And he gave you just like coach speak and a lot of dribble. I think you'd be like, oh, another one. I thought the quotes were pretty good. You liked it. I did. Yeah. All right. I did. And I'm not a Jet fan, but it was pretty good. Now, yesterday you wore a button-down shirt here. I would have loved to see you in a baseball cap with that. I could have worn. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. All right. A button-down and a baseball. Yes. Cap. Perfect. Would that work for you? That would work for me. Uh, then I saw this other story, Jerry, which reminds me why I never go to NFL games, especially around, well, not to say especially around here because this happens everywhere. Right. A video surfaced of the Giants-Lions uh, game on Monday night here at MetLife Stadium where there was a brawl in the stands okay. after uh, after a gentleman in an Odell Beckham Jr. jersey vomited on a man in a white T-shirt. That happens and then often. Fisticuffs. I'm sure. Would you want to be thrown up on? I would not. So I was at the Giants-Cowboys Monday night game. It was, the, I want to say it was the night they retired or honored Sims and LT at halftime, and the Cowboys destroyed them. I want to say it was 28 nothing at halftime. It was Aikman, Emmett, Irvin. It was those years. And Emmett had run for a couple hundred yards in the first half. So we had a tailgate. And a friend of mine thought it would be a good idea to drink not one, two, but maybe three bottles of wine in the tailgate. Good idea. Big Giant fan. Uh, he was so bored by the game, and he had so much wine that at one point, now we're in the upper deck. At one point, he's standing there like this, and you could see him, and the eyes start going, and he starts kind of moving around. And then all of a sudden, my wife <laughs> looks at me and goes, I think you might want to catch him. Yes. And right as she said that, he started falling <laughs> over, and we caught he. Fell on top of the person in front. We grabbed him back. That guy was ready to kill us. 
Yeah, and he if, didn't throw up on him, but he was ready to kill us. If a guy throws up on you, you have to swing, right? Uh, I would think you probably are reacting in some way. I don't know if you're swinging, but you're angry. Yeah. I'm not a fan of vomit. That freaks me out. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. If that got on me, I would like. Yeah, it's awful. That's why I give guys a lot of credit. And I wonder what you would do um, when the wife or the girlfriend is having issues that night and they need you to you know, hold the hair or whatever. Are you out of that situation? Are you just like, honey, good luck. Let me know when everything's cleaned up. Helping people vomit? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm out for that. You would be out for that. Even would, though it's a nice thing to do, it could be your loved one, it could be your girlfriend, you'd right. be like, listen, you take care of your stuff, Right. I'll be in here. I'll get you a hair tie, then I'm going <laughs> to... You wouldn't even help her at I'm all. I'm going to shut the door <laughs> and put the TV loud so I don't hear the <laughs> Come on. Eating. You can't be that cold. Sue! So, you, can, you can't like, be. Oh, the bathroom's right there. So, so. <laughs> the breakup is coming like an hour later, you no. know that. No? Some people don't want to be helped when they're in that situation because they're embarrassed. I said I respect that part. She's asking for oh, help. Oh, asking for help. Sue! Yes. <laughs> just like I asked you to help me with the tire to which you said, Sue! I'm good. I'll just sit right here. Oh, when we got the flat tire yes. on the ride in. Well, you seem to have that handled. I did have it handled, but I it don't was, know. Making sure I didn't get hit with a tire iron from behind would have been nice. It was <laughs> have someone watching over my back. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. In all fairness, Jerry, I don't know that neighborhood we were in. <laughs> Sue! And if, if I would have got hit over the head with a tire iron, what do you think would have happened to you? I would have locked myself in the car and called 911. Oh, that's good because the windows, I'm sure, are going to help against oh. a tire iron. So you wouldn't help her. I prob- well, no, I would help, of course, Jerry. That's right. the correct thing to He'd say. You call nine one one for that too. Yes, <laughs> Jerry. Also coming out of the Lions Giants Monday night game, uh, Lions tight end Eric Ebron. Yes, is not a fan of uh, Landon Collins. I saw that. Called him quote. I love this. I love a quote, Jerry. Called him quote that little punk of a safety, and then they battled on Twitter. Uh, Eric Ebron didn't care for the. Um, the tackle on one of these plays where he then kind of stepped over him. Right. Which he felt disrespe- was disrespectful. And then they battled uh, back on Twitter as to who had what catches against them. I don't. I actually don't remember this play specifically. And I'm wondering if, did Ebron, Ebron go back at him after he stepped no, over him? No, no. So watched... By the way, then the moment's gone. Right, the moment is gone. It's kind of like with the vomit. You either do something then or you hold your mouth. I remember when I saw the play, I did find it a little disrespectful. It was like when Allen Iverson stepped over that, uh, I forget who he stepped okay. over. Okay. Uh, so so it, did, it did stand out to you. It did. Okay. It did stand out to me, but... The lion tight end did not do anything about it in the moment. Got it. So, like it, you said, Jerry, it, the moment is gone. You can't then go after the guy and call me little punk of a safety. Eddie's telling me it was later. Tyron Lue that he uh, stepped over. Who's that? Who, uh, who'd you say, LeBron? Allen Iverson. I don't, no, he's Alan in my Iverson. head. I don't know what you're saying. He's Al- in my headset. Yeah, Allen Iverson Speaking stepped over, football, dude. Very disrespectfully. Did you see, and I'm, I'm kind of taking the lead on this one, All right. because there's one thing from the story that fascinates me. The towels in New England, right? Mm-hmm. You saw this. You put it on the show sheet. I did. The uh, Roger Goodell clown face towels in New England. They distributed 70,000 of them. One of them Tom Brady signed and went for, well, how much was it? $6,500. So that's pretty good. And it was for a charity, as it turns out, which is pretty neat. Now, who printed those towels? Barstool Sports. It was a, which is awesome. They spent $140,000 on Roger Goodell clown towels. Yes. Boy, I'm not a fan of the clown towels. I'm not either, but I'm a fan of Barstool, and they're doing something right. 
If they, we printed towels for the warm-up or for the podcast, we'd have to stop at about $140 worth of towels. They do seem to have a budget for... <laughs> you think? $140,000? Roger Goodell items. That's pretty good. They have the t-shirts. <laughs> Whatever. It's $140,000, yeah. which they're not getting back. They now, weren't selling them, were you, they? Do you think Tom Brady knew what he was signing? Um, Possibly. I don't think it matters. He was someone asked him for his autograph. He signed it. I'm sure he probably smirked and laughed and thought it was funny. But so what? Hmm. Why is that? Were we worried about it's the relationship little, between Tom Brady and Roger Goodell? It's a little disrespectful. Uh, yes, it is. But I'm sure he felt the suspension was disrespectful. That, oh, I guess he's right. getting back at him. All right. This portion is sponsored by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. We'll take a quick break. and we come back, a couple more stories. Then Boomer at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. Hi, welcome back. This portion is sponsored by the Extrogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. The Yankees indeed did win yesterday, swept away Minnesota. They get the day off today. The Red Sox did win last night as well. So they say three out in the AL East as we wind things down. The Mets did lose uh, yet again. Giancarlo Stanton had another home run. This portion is sponsored by the Extrogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. It is doctor-recommended and backed by more medical studies than any other thermometer. The Extrogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Get yours at your local club warehouse or other fine retailers. Sure. You're a big baseball guy. Do you know this pitcher, Pat Neshek? Pat Neshek. Yes, he, he was a, on the Phillies. He was an all-star, and he was traded to the Rockies. Now on the Rockies, I guess he's an autographed collector. Big time. Of his own ball players, guys he plays in the league with. Of everybody, yes. Yes, so he, he claims that he and Zach Granke had an agreement that Zach Granke would sign some baseball cards So for this him. was at the all-star game this yeah. year. Uh, he supposedly reached out. I guess he thought Granke was okay with it. Turned out he wasn't, to which have you seen the quotes from Nishak? Well, I know Nishak went on uh, message boards for autograph collectors, if you can only imagine what's going on there. And he called him a turd. And an a-hole. Oh. (laughs) He did. Those are the words he used. Turd is creative. You don't hear that very often. No, you don't. It's kind of, it's clever, it's cute, it's funny. But then when you add the other one... He's angry. Yeah, he's very angry because uh, Gr- he sent the cards to Granky in the clubhouse, and Granky said, I don't. Uh, Correct. Wouldn't do it. I don't think so. And he said he wasn't going to chase him around, right. but they had an agreement, and Granky is, in all his time, the only player that has said no. And Granky uh, then went out of his way to say, by the way, if your kid wants an autograph, also no. <laughs> that kind of sucks. <laughs> That's awesome. Here comes Boomer. Oh. <laughs> At oh. the top, on the fan. On the fan. 